We all would like to think that we know where we are going and how to get there. But at every stage in life, we need divine direction. God has promised to guide us if we simply follow. The fifth and final section of Psalms are referred to as Deuteronomy Psalms because they remind us to keep returning to the truth of God's Word. Join us as we study them with Scott Pauley today. Most homes are more like war zones than they are havens of peace, constantly fighting, arguing, conflict, and strife. God intended that they would be a little piece of heaven on earth, but only the ruling presence of God makes that possible. Think about this. In our heavenly home right now, the angelic hosts are all praising God. There's perfect unity there. Read Revelation chapter 5. Someday when we have our family reunion in heaven around the Father's throne, there's going to be praise. Well, don't you think that's what should be present in our homes now? We've come in our study to Psalm 148. We're in the Hallelujah Psalms, and Psalm 148 shows hallelujahs in the home. It literally shows how a life of praise is to be reflected in our home life. Can I remind you that none of us is a better Christian than the Christian we are in the privacy of our own home? And if you're going to learn to praise God, you don't learn to praise God at the church house. You learn to praise God at your house. In fact, let me read one verse from Psalm 148. Right in the middle of this psalm of praise, it says in verse 12, Both young men and maidens, old men and children. Listen to that verse. Listen to that list. Young men and maidens, old men and children. So that's young and old. That's male and female. That's everybody in the home. Let them praise the name of the Lord. For His name alone is excellent. His glory is above the earth and heaven. Psalm 148 reveals that a life of praise must begin in our family life. A revival of praise must begin at our house. Now let's walk through Psalm 148. He shows us a number of dimensions here, what it looks like. First of all, the heights of praise. In the first six verses, he says, Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord from the heavens. Praise Him in the heights. Praise ye Him, all His angels. Praise ye Him, all His hosts. Praise ye Him, sun and moon. Praise Him, all ye stars of light. Praise Him, ye heavens of heavens, and ye waters that be above the heavens. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for He commanded and they were created. He takes us all the way to the heights, doesn't He? He shows us the heavens. Did you notice all three heavens referred to there? The heaven you see by day, where the birds fly. The, the heaven you see by night, uh, where the moon and the stars are. And then the third heaven, the heaven where God is, where the angels are. The height of praise, it goes all the way to the heavens. He mentions only the heavens, he mentions the heights. Remember, our God is the high and lofty one. He's in the heights. And then he mentions the host. Who's that? That's the angelic host. They're all praising God. Read Job 38. From the very beginning, the angelic host have been praising our great God. So we have the heights of praise. Then, beginning in verse 7 down through verse 10, he shows us the depths of praise. This is, this is beautiful. From one extreme to the other. Listen, verse 7. Praise the Lord from the earth, ye dragons and all deeps. Fire and hail, snow and vapor, stormy wind fulfilling His word, mountains and all hills, fruitful trees and all cedars, beasts and all cattle, creeping things and flying fowl. He, he goes all the way to the depths. So from the heights of heaven to the lowest place on earth, uh, let's, let's talk about that in relationship to your life. From the moments when you're up 
when you're living in the heights, when you're soaring in the moments when you're in the lowlands of life, when you're walking through the valleys, even there the Lord should be praised. We don't just praise Him when it feels good. We don't just praise Him when we think we should. We don't just praise Him when things are all going our way. We are to praise Him at all times and in all places. In fact, that little word all is used repeatedly. In verse 9, all hills, all cedars. In verse 10, all cattle. Then you come to verse 11, kings of the earth and all people, princes and all judges of the earth, both young men and maidens, old men and children. So here we come to the breadth of praise. The height of praise is we praise Him in the heavens. The depths of praise is we praise Him in the depths. The breadth of praise is all people are to be praising the Lord. Did you notice there are prominent people here like the kings of the earth and the princes and the judges and then there are common people. Uh, both the prominent ones and the common ones are to be praising God. There are male and female. There are young and old. Why is that? Because in God's sight we all come level at the foot of the cross. The most equal thing in the world is the gospel of Jesus Christ. We're all sinners. We all need a Savior. And everybody gets saved the same way by putting their faith in the righteousness of Jesus Christ alone. Galatians 2 verse 28 says that there is neither male nor female, there is neither bond nor free, there is neither Jew nor Greek. What does it mean? We're all equal sinners. We're all even at the cross. And we are all to be engaged in praise. This is for everybody. If you're breathing right now, I'm talking to you. If you're alive today, this psalm is for you. You are to be praising the Lord. Remember, Praise ye the Lord. And then we come to verses 12 through 14, the end of the psalm. And these verses show us the length of praise. Just listen to them. Both young men and maidens, old men and children, let them praise the name of the Lord, for His name alone is excellent, and His glory is above the earth and heaven. He also exalted the horn of His people, the praise of all His saints, even of the children of Israel, a people near unto Him. Praise ye the Lord. Do you see how it moves from one generation to the next? Every generation here is included, all people, for all time, until eternity. The idea is that the old men are teaching the young men, and the older women are teaching the younger women to praise the Lord. Now that's the principle of Psalm 145 and verse 4. Back up just one page in your Bible. It says, One generation shall praise thy works to another, and shall declare thy mighty acts. This is God's way. This is how praise continues from generation to generation. Titus chapter 2 in the New Testament says the older men teach the younger men. The older women teach the younger women. We're to explain to the next generation how good God has been, how He is to be exalted. He is worthy of our praise. And may I ask you, where do you think that starts? Does that start with the pastor? No, it starts with the parents. Does that start in corporate church meetings? No, no, it starts in the privacy of your own home. Everything begins at home. The greatest honor of my life is not to preach and teach the Bible in different parts of our country or different parts of the world. The greatest honor of my life is to teach my own children about who God is. This must begin around the dinner table. This must begin sitting in our living room. This must begin driving down the road. You see, my friend, we praise Him in heaven, in earth, and around the world, but do we praise Him in our homes? Well, Dr. Bob Jones Sr. used to say, when gratitude dies on the altar of a man's heart, he's well nigh gone. Well, may I say it this way? When gratitude dies on the altar of a man's home, it is well nigh gone. 
If you want to lose your family, stop being grateful. If you want to keep your family moving towards the Lord, let your home be filled with praise. Thomas Boston and Richard Baxter, two men in different places in different time periods, discovered that spiritual awakenings only came to their church and community when families started reading the Bible, praying, and worshiping together in their homes. Maybe we need to go back to the family altar. Maybe we need to push the reset button with our own families and realize that hallelujahs are expected in the home. In fact, that's where the foundation of praise is laid for all of life. Many years ago, God used my wife to challenge me about the matter of gratitude in our home, giving thanks to God. It challenged me. It challenged our children. It changed the tone of our family. Why? Because God inhabits the praises of His people. If you want the Lord to dwell at your house in a big way, let your home be filled with praise. Have some hallelujahs in the home. Praise ye the Lord. If you have been helped by today's Bible study, we would love to hear from you. You may connect with us or access the archive of all of the psalm studies online at scottpauley.org. It is our prayer that the Lord will continue to lead your life and that you will continue to follow. This is the only way to enjoy the journey. Thank you.